0: Welcome to Comments Podcast, the show where we discuss a variety of topics with your host, Nina. Back in December 2020, the UK became the first nation in the world to provide approval of the Pfizer vaccine and its uh, usage in the UK. The Max vaccination programme got the green light and it has been making rapid progress to date. A priority list ensures those most in need of a vaccine receive one. The priority list has been compiled by the JCBI or Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunisation and this provides a comprehensive framework or vaccination strategy to ensure the higher risk groups are offered the vaccine first before it's rolled out to the wider population. The first tranche of people getting the vaccination are the over 80s. And now a further 5 million people who are over 70 and those with underlying health conditions uh, this week will be receiving an invitation to book a vaccine appointment. Admittedly, this is such a major turning point for the vulnerable And elderly who have spent months or the majority of 2020 shielding in order to avoid contracting coronavirus. They will now be provided an opportunity and a degree to feel safer and a greater degree of protection, and hopefully be able to see their families eventually, especially the elderly care home residents. Far more significant is the vaccination program will reduce the number of deaths from coronavirus, hospitalization of individuals due to the symptoms of so severe symptoms of coronavirus and the increased demand on ICU intensive care unit beds. Ultimately, the vaccine program will alleviate the pressure we're currently seeing on the NHS. We're all viewing the media coverage of the high rate of hospital admissions from coronavirus. There is no denying it is such an extremely virulent virus and the numbers are increasing on a daily basis and causing an alarming strain on the NHS and hospitals and their resources. The success of the mass vaccination programme has been implemented successfully so far in the UK. Mass vaccination centres have been set up using a variety of facilities from conference centres, sports stadiums, leisure centres and even cathedrals. The complexity of the logistical operation has been implemented with cooperation of the UK armed forces and they should, I believe, personally be really credited um, and applauded for the success of the vaccination programme. Delivery schedules, supply chains, manpower, mass recruitment of volunteers, just simply setting up vaccination centres within the vicinity of um, communities requires military precision planning. Admittedly, there have been a few glitches, but uh, rapid progress is being made with uh, an increased uptake of vaccinations. A record of 5.8 million people in the UK have received the first dose of a vaccine. However, there is a precautionary principle that even after receiving the vaccine, people are still required to follow the guidelines uh, of wearing a mask social distancing and washing hands whilst we're still in the midst of this uh, pandemic and there are some concerns expressed uh, additionally over the delay between applying the the first and second dose of the vaccine and a debate about whether or not it will affect its efficacy However there is an argument for extending the gap between the two doses because a greater number of people can have a higher degree of immunity by receiving the first dose of the vaccine rather than leaving them totally unprotected. If we accelerate the increase in the number of people provided with the vaccine and it's far preferable for them to then have a follow second up follow-up jab within 12 weeks rather than the the three-week period claims are being made by those working in a variety of sectors even foster carers to be you know to jump in in the line or in the queue for the vaccine jabs but ultimately clinical priority and age should really be the prime factors to consider in order to mitigate the risk of death of those individuals who may contract coronavirus and are highly vulnerable. And ultimately we need to protect the NHS from further pressure in the ICU unit beds. The vaccine rollout is affected too by supplies and it is the right decision to prioritise those who have the greatest clinical need and this comprises the elderly and individuals with underlying conditions who are blatantly more at risk of dying from contracting COVID-19. The welcome news is that millions of people are currently receiving protection and millions more can look forward to receiving the vaccine within the course of the next few months. So there is now genuine light at the end of the tunnel. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. You can subscribe to the Comments Podcast via iTunes, Spotify and other major podcast providers.